It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Uh, joining me today is Brooke Dorf. She is with the State of Utah Department of Health. She is the maternal mental health specialist. Brooke, thank you for joining me on this Mother's Day. Thank you, Lindsay. This is like our Super Bowl, right? This is the day when moms get to celebrate. And what better hour of programming is there than the mom show on Mother's Day? Exactly. This is your time to shine. Right? (laughs) Here we go. So I'm going to talk about all the reasons I don't like Mother's Day. Right? I think that's a a great topic, right? Why not start there? That's a great topic for all of you who are turning in to be like, oh, what a wonderful day it is. And here's Lindsay that's going to be like, wah, wah. But I do want to address this important topic today because I, I feel like I have a complicated relationship with Mother's Day. I think the reason I struggle with it is because you know what I want for Mother's Day is to not have to take care of anyone for like two seconds. I don't want to have to get up. I don't have to change the diapers. I don't have to, like, answer to mom, mom, mom all the time. I have little people who need me all the time. And some days I don't want to do it. And I hope that doesn't make me sound ungrateful because I am 100% grateful for my children and love them beyond life. But that doesn't mean that I don't need a break sometimes. And it doesn't mean that I um, don't want just time to myself sometimes. And on a day when it feels like you're supposed to celebrate mothers and give them what they want, this is what I want. Brooke, do you hear this from other women that you work with? Yes. And I don't think you sound ungrateful at all. In fact, I think this is one of the things I talk about all the time with mental health and moms. Every single other thing in the entire world we're allowed to like love and hate or like love, but still need a break from it, except for motherhood. And we really need to start changing that narrative because I think you are not alone in being the like a mom who for Mother's Day just wants to not be a mom for a second (laughs) and have alone time and take that shower by yourself and not have to do the dishes and not have to plan the meals and the whole thing, everything that comes with motherhood. Yes. And thank you for validating me because I was feeling a little bit like um, people are going to think I'm a big jerk for (laughs) complaining about Mother's Day on Mother's Day. But it's not the day. And obviously, being a mother has its wonderful moments. And obviously, it has its joys beyond belief. But I do want to change the narrative that it's all smiles and joys and wonderfulness, because it's not sometimes it's really, really hard. It's, it's soul crushingly hard sometimes. And I don't know a mother who's being honest with herself who has not loved it at times. And I think there's so much women can feel so much shame and guilt around this day if they're not having that experience that everyone else says they're having. 
Exactly. I mean, you don't have to feel like you're always glowing and this is like the only thing you were meant to do. And you love when children scream at you and changing diapers and being up at 3 a.m. Like nobody loves that. And we don't all have to be pretending that um, all the time. Like, why are we pretending? Why are we pretending? Why do we pretend? That's a very good question. Like, why do we feel like I, I think because we know that if something were to happen to our children, heaven forbid, and for those women who can't get pregnant and for the women who struggle and desperately are longing to have children you feel guilty that you're not loving it and you feel guilty that you're not appreciating these gifts that you've been given exactly well even also you know those who waited for a child for a long time and finally have their child or our adoptive parents or i mean their grandparents who are taking care of their grandchildren right there's a whole spectrum of people who should be celebrated on mother's day who again don't love every single minute, and that's okay. We're allowed to do that. Brooke Dorf is with the Utah Department of Health. She's the maternal mental health specialist. So, Brooke, you work with moms who are postpartum mainly. You try to raise awareness in the state and um, bring awareness to women who might be suffering with a postpartum mood disorder. How does Mother's Day impact these women who are in this time period? Well, yeah, so I work with people pregnant and postpartum, and I think that you know, again, exactly what you're saying, if they've really struggled being pregnant, or they've really struggled emotionally, postpartum, and they are, um, you know, struggling with intrusive thoughts, or just really just having a hard time in general, they don't feel like themselves, they feel like a shell of themselves, they think, you know, I don't love being a mom. And this is the day that kind of brings up all those feelings of like, really idolizing motherhood in an unrealistic way. Um, And when somebody feels like they're not living up to that, or they feel like they don't feel what everyone else feels, um, it can bring up a lot of shame and guilt and kind of even burying um, their emotions even a little bit deeper. And instead of coming out and really talking about like the difficult parts of motherhood, um, maybe they're less likely to get help. Maybe they're less likely to talk to somebody and, and disclose that they're struggling. Yeah. And that's a really important point because the shame festers in silence, right? When you're when you keep it all inside, it makes it bigger and worse and scarier and, Uh, You need to open up in order to release some of those feelings and to get validation. And I would uh, I should say you need to open up to the right person. Right. Don't go to Susie Homemaker down the street and be like, are you struggling in motherhood? And she's like, I love every minute of it. And you're like, yeah, cool. Back into my bubble. Right. (laughs) You got to be validated by the right person. So call me. I will talk to you and tell you that it's okay to not love it and to be having a hard time. Brooke Dorf is the maternal mental health specialist with the Utah Department of Health. But I do want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there because there are women who just love today. And there are women and probably what this comes down to is uh, setting your expectations for the day. Like certainly I can go through the day and be like, okay. Maybe I would like to just have a break from motherhood, but I'm not going to get it. So it is what it is. Fine. Let's just celebrate. Let's have a good time. Right. But there are a lot of people who whose expectations are, no, I really do want a break on this day. So my advice would be to communicate that if you have a partner, communicate that to your spouse. I'm notoriously bad at doing this, by the way. My husband can attest how many times I've gotten annoyed with him when he didn't meet my needs, but I never told him what my needs were. (laughs) So I would I would advocate for yourself if there are specific things you're wanting. And sometimes I do want my husband to just know, right? I want him to just be able to 
take me to the restaurant. Yeah, take me to the restaurant that I want and read my mind on how I'm feeling and know exactly how to give me the day I want. But he doesn't. And I think he's more than willing to meet my needs if I told them told him what they were. So I should probably be better at that as well. But uh, we'll take a break, Brooke. When we come back, I want to dive more into uh, what postpartum women might be dealing with on Mother's Day today and some of the things you got going on at the state health department. We'll take a break. More on The Mom Show when we come back. You've joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us and happy Mother's Day. It is our Super Bowl. It is the day moms get to celebrate. It is very apropos that you're listening to the Mom Show on Mother's Day. And I'm going to talk to you about all the reasons I don't like Mother's Day. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but not really. I I have a complicated relationship with Mother's Day. And I mentioned this last segment. One of the things I just want on a day like today, if if we're really celebrating Uh, What moms do is I want to break. I want to break from doing all the things that moms do, right? And uh, certainly I can advocate for these things, and I hope that you would too uh, if if this is sort of how you feel. But many women don't feel this way. They love uh, Mother's Day. They love celebrating the mothers in their lives. They love getting celebrated, which is all great too. Um, but joining me now is Brooke Dorf. She is with the Utah Department of Health. She's the maternal mental health specialist. And May is also maternal mental health Awareness Month. Brooke, why don't you share with us some of the history behind that? I Well, I think it's no coincidence that Maternal Mental Health Awareness Month is also the month that Mother's Day is on. Um, I think, you know, it's an opportunity to really highlight um, all the things that moms experience. You know, when we talk about maternal mental health, we're talking about uh, a hormonal, you know, biochemical change. We're talking talking about a massive social social change, you know, you lose friends, you gain friends, you kind of lose connection with your, your group. And then um, we also talk about all the physical changes that occur, loss of sleep and um, all those things that you want for Mother's Day. Right. Um, and so I think that it's, it's important as we're talking about moms and we're talking about mental health awareness, which is also in May, kind of combining those two makes the perfect storm for maternal mental health awareness day or month actually. Um, and this is an international thing. This is something people focus on everywhere. Yeah. And so it's really important. You know, I've shared several times on these airwaves that I experienced my own postpartum mood and anxiety disorder. I had postpartum anxiety and OCD, which uh, included a lot of intrusive thoughts, included a lot of worry and panic and fear and involved medication to get out of it. And uh, now I continue to talk about it simply because I have no shame (laughs) about it. Um, And I just want, I don't want other mothers to go through what I went through. I was a first time mom. This was six years ago and I didn't know what was happening to me. I didn't know that like 91% of new mothers have intrusive thoughts and like, that's a thing. And they're really scary. And I just thought, whoa, am I a terrible person that I've thought these things about my daughter? And so um, I just want other mothers who might not be feeling so joyful today to know that that is okay, that I have been there, that it doesn't mean anything about you as a mother. <laughs> like it is, uh, it's something we all go through. And again, I think we just have this like 
rosy notion that we're not supposed to struggle through this. We're not supposed to not like it. We're not supposed to have a hard time. We're not supposed to um, even wish differently. Our our circumstances were different, right? Because we're so grateful for our children, and we are. But it doesn't negate the fact that it can be really hard. And I just want to normalize that for all the moms going through it. Yeah, it's true. Well, and, you know, around surrounding Maternal Mental Health Awareness Month, we talk about statistics, right? So here in Utah, we know that 43% of people experience either depression or anxiety before, during, or after pregnancy. So, you know, almost half of the women in Utah are going through this. You're not alone. We we talk about all the different ways that it can affect yourself and your children and your and your family and um and so these are these are things I'm so glad Lindsay that you continue to share your story because it's really important for somebody to think okay I'm not alone I'm not just crazy um I'm not just losing my mind. I'm not ungrateful. This is actually something that I'm experiencing that's real. It has a name and there are things I can do to get help. Yeah. Can we really sit on that number of 43%? Like if half the population dealt with any other topic, I feel like we'd be talking about it all the time. But like for some reason, we just sort of forget that moms like are suffering out there. 43% of women in Utah are dealing with some sort of, or I should say mothers in Utah, some sort of maternal mental health uh, issue, whether it's postpartum anxiety, anxiety and pregnancy. Um, And that is astounding. And I can't even imagine that the pandemic has helped any of this situation. I'm sure the stress and the isolation has made things worse. I know I've felt that way myself during the past year and a half. And, um, you know, I have a two-year-old now, so I was kind of technically postpartum at the uh, before the pandemic started. Um, but it didn't help to then be isolated in your home with a toddler or not even a toddler, a less than one year old who was just like not walking and not talking and relied on you for everything. And there was no childcare available. And, you know, and you had an older child who also had a lot of needs, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a six year old in there too, who's a social butterfly and school was right. out and, I'm not the playing mom either. So like just that's like a perfect storm of like misery at my house where the kids watched way too much TV and we just got through it. We got through it the best way we knew how. And then um, literally this week I was able to bring my childcare back. So that was like a huge, huge, like amazing relief in my life. I feel like a new woman now that I have childcare back. But for so many women, Brooke, they're – they don't have child care. That makes it insanely stressful. Yeah. I mean, people don't have child care. People don't know, again, that this is something that they experience. And so they, they experience it in silence. They don't share with their partner or their doctor or, you know, I mean, there's so many different ways that this, this can actually be exacerbated. And this is why we talk about this on, you know, the same month that the, it is actually Mother's Day to know that it's okay to be a mom who also admits that being a mom is one of the hardest things you've ever done in your life. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And no it does, does not mean you don't love your children. Like, hear mm-hmm. me, hear me when I say that. Brooke Dorf yeah. is the maternal mental health specialist with the Utah Department of Health. We'll take a break. More on the mom show. Happy Mother's Day when we come back. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. 
and then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Happy Mother's Day. Today is our Super Bowl. It's the day everyone bows to mothers, as they should, because we do all the work. No, I'm just kidding. We do a lot of work. <laughs> uh, but it is important that we highlight mothers today. And uh, I also, in the same breath, want to share that today can be hard for a lot of moms, and especially... I think why I have such a complicated relationship with Mother's Day is because a lot of times I know I'm supposed to be feeling joy and happiness and just gratitude in motherhood, but I don't always feel that way. And I feel guilty that I feel that way. And so Mother's Day sort of brings up those emotions for me where I'm feeling like, oh, I should feel differently about this day even, or I should feel differently about... Um, you know, the things I have to do. And so I just want to validate for moms, um, if you're not, if you don't love Mother's Day, I get it. I hear you and I, <laughs> I see you and I feel you on that. Uh, joining me now is Brooke Dorf. She's the maternal mental health specialist uh, at the Utah Department of Health. Uh, Brooke, when you hear from moms who talk to you about maybe why they don't love Mother's Day, what are some of the reasons that they give you? I mean, it's so complicated, you know, talking about being a, a mom or becoming a mom can remind you of how difficult pregnancy was or your labor and delivery, especially if you had a traumatic birth, if you had a long NICU stay, right? This brings up all those feelings that were really difficult to process if you haven't had the opportunity to process them formally or informally. Um, Mother's Day can be hard for people who have suffered from infertility or stillbirth or miscarriage. Um, 25% of births end in miscarriage or stillbirths. And so, you know, we can think about all the children we don't have with us, um, you know, right now, or, um, I mean, it, it really brings up a lot of really complex emotions. Also, another one I hear from moms is that they imagined their family being a certain way, um, and it's not that way. And so, for example, maybe they always thought they wanted five kids, and being a mom was so hard that they decided with their partner to only have two or three. Um, it can bring up stings and pain there, or um, you know, anything from partners at I mean single moms um, yeah. how are they celebrated I mean this is a really complicated holiday and on many levels emotionally yeah I think that's the best way to describe it complicated and like you're saying it can remind people a lot of loss today and that's one of the things too we deal with around the holidays like the holidays aren't always merry for people because they're thinking about loved ones that they've lost or people who can't join them across the country or the people who are not there and you compound it by the fact you know you're supposed to be feeling happy and joyful and grateful on a day like today, but then you're not. And so you just add this like shame and guilt on top of the way you're already feeling. So like, let's feel all these negative things on Mother's Day. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're already, uh, we, you know, m mental health and especially maternal mental health carries such a big stigma. People already don't disclose it. And then again, pressures to be happy, pressures to perform or have the perfect, you know, picture for Instagram. Oh, look at this awesome Mother's Day that I had. I mean, there's so many pressures that we put on ourselves and society puts on us that, you know, let's, let's start breaking those down. <laughs> yeah. And especially if you have relatives that live in the area and maybe your partner's like, 
hey, let's have the in-laws over for Mother's Day. And you're like, cool. And then you've got to clean the house and you've got to get dinner ready and you've got to do all the work. And you're like, wait a second. I thought this was a day I get a break from all of this stuff. (laughs) And you end up entertaining. And maybe you like entertaining. And that's fine, too. If you like it and it fulfills you, that's great. But if it depletes you and drains you, then this day is just going to be another one where you're doing all the things. And I think that's something we have to think about. Now, part of it is on us. I think, to communicate our expectations. And I am notoriously bad at this. I wish I was better at it. I sometimes wish my husband could just read my mind. And sometimes I want to be surprised and I want to just be, you know, spoiled. But if I really want to get what I want, I could also just communicate my exact needs. And I'll be the first to admit that I'm not very good at that. So um, whatever you're dealing with today, I just, I want this episode to be about validating you that We get it here at The Mom Show. This isn't another one of those shows that is just going to tell you how um, lovely everything is. (laughs) I try not to do that anyways, and I'm sorry if that sounds negative. I'm not trying to be negative. Um, I simply want to normalize this for mothers out there. And Brooke, of course, you're with the State Health Department. Now, you work with mothers who are postpartum, mothers who are pregnant and or postpartum, dealing with mood disorders. Um, That can be especially tricky on a day like today where, again, you're supposed to be feeling this joy, this happiness, being celebrated, and then you're feeling depressed or anxious or panicked or fearful and it's just not the day that everyone else seems to be having. So talk to me about what mothers going through a postpartum mood disorder might be feeling today. So, I mean, in general, I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head and there's a lot of, um, you know, signs and symptoms include a lot of different things, but it could be, you know, a day where we want to isolate from people that we normally don't isolate from, or we feel overwhelmed, right? That's like one of those things that is is hard to decipher, like, am I overwhelmed because I'm a mom or am I overwhelmed because it's a mental health issue? Um, but really overwhelmed combined with a lot of other, you know, signs and symptoms, there could be, you know, all of a sudden irritability and you don't even know where it comes from. You're like, wait a second, I should be feeling okay. Why am I so irritable or anger? Even there's the rage that occurs where one thing can set you off. Somebody forgot to take out the trash and you're like, why am I screaming right now? Um, So, you know, it's a combination of a lot of those different things. Maybe somebody made you your favorite meal for Mother's Day and you just don't have any desire to eat it. Um, A a full range of emotions and signs and symptoms that can kind of clue you into, wait a second, I don't normally feel like this and I normally am excited about these things or these things normally, you know, make me feel loved or happy and I just can't feel loved. I can't feel happy. What's going on? Yeah, so it's absolutely okay to feel all of this this way. I um I think for me my postpartum anxiety disorder that uh I experienced 6 years ago was really um just a function of those intrusive thoughts that I was having and so not only were the thoughts themselves scary, but then you're worried on top of those about why you're having them. And so it was just kind of this compounded worry and fear. And so when you're when you're in a day like Mother's Day and you're feeling fearful, it's kind of like, what is going on right now? This is so odd. I do not feel like myself. So I guess I would just advise moms to like, just take a step back and like, just 
<laughs> don't worry about it today. It's okay if Mother's Day is not 100% joyful and gleeful like it's quote-unquote supposed to be. Brooke, what, what advice do you have for moms who might be going through a postpartum mood disorder this Mother's Day? I mean, I would say take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, practice self-compassion, and talk to somebody that you trust about it. Um, whether it is, uh, sometimes it's, re- it's hardest to talk to our partners or our, our parents, but maybe it's a friend or, um, or, you know, somebody who's not as close to your situation, but find somebody you can trust get us, take a screener, take the, the, it's called the EPDS screener, the Edinburgh postnatal depression scale. And you can do it during pregnancy or postpartum the 10 question um, screener. And if you score a 10 or above, it might mean that, you know, you're struggling. It basically just validates how you're feeling. And, um, and again, you know, talk to your provider if you can take notes, maybe, maybe start writing a journal of, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is kind of what triggered it. Um, You know, just as you mentioned earlier, holidays can be triggers, birthdays can be triggers, a lot of different things. and, And Mother's Day is no exception. Yeah. And let's also talk about how it can last more than a year postpartum, because so often women who haven't just had a baby in those like first three months are like, well, my baby's one. Like, why am I still feeling this way? And untreated depression can continue. Correct. Yeah. And and that's why it's so important to talk about it. So, you know, our cases for for postpartum depression, um, often the most symptoms occur after six months, all the way up to one year postpartum. But a recent study came out saying that um, one in four moms experience depression, severe depression up to three years postpartum. And so if again, you know, take that moment and validate yourself and say, hey, what I'm feeling is real and what I'm feeling is not made up. And with help, I can feel better. Um, Those are some really good initial steps in in finding yourself some help because if you're still struggling, um, likely it is linked to having your child and um, and likely, you know, it is linked to something that that is treatable. Yeah, such an important message. Brooke Dorf is the maternal mental health specialist with the Utah Department of Health. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more resources for moms who might not be having a wonderful Mother's Day when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Happy Mother's Day. Today is our Super Bowl. It's the day everyone bows to mothers, as they should, because we do all the work. No, I'm just kidding. We do a lot of work. Uh, But it is important that we highlight mothers today. And uh, I also, in the same breath, want to share that today can be hard for a lot of moms. And especially, I think why I have such a complicated relationship with Mother's Day is because a lot of times I know I'm supposed to be feeling joy and happiness and just gratitude in motherhood, but I don't always feel that way. And I feel guilty that I feel that way. And so Mother's Day sort of brings up those emotions for me where I'm feeling like, oh, I should feel 
differently about this day even or I should feel differently about um, you know, the things I have to do. And so I just want to validate for moms. Um, if you're not, if you don't love Mother's Day, I get it. I hear you and I, <laughs> I see you and I feel you on that. Uh, joining me now is Brooke Dorf. She's the maternal mental health specialist uh, at the Utah Department of Health. Uh, Brooke, when you hear from moms who talk to you about maybe why they don't love Mother's Day, what are some of the reasons that they give you? I mean, it's so complicated, you know, talking about being a a mom or becoming a mom can remind you of how difficult pregnancy was or your labor and delivery, especially if you had a traumatic birth, if you had a long NICU stay, right? This brings up all those feelings that were really difficult to process if you haven't had the opportunity to process them formally or informally. Um, Mother's Day can be hard for people who have suffered from infertility or stillbirth or miscarriage. Um, 25% of births end in miscarriage or stillbirths. And so, you know, we can think about all the children we don't have with us, um, you know, right now, or, um, I mean, it, it really brings up a lot of really complex emotions. Also, another one I hear from moms is that they imagined their family being a certain way, um, and it's not that way. And so, for example, maybe they always thought they wanted five kids, and being a mom was so hard that they decided with their partner to only have two or three. Um, it can bring up stings and pain there, or um, you know, anything from partners that I mean, single moms, um, how are they celebrated? I mean, this is a really complicated holiday and on many levels emotionally. Yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. Complicated. And like you're saying, it can remind people a lot of loss today. And that's one of the things too, we deal with around the holidays. Like the holidays aren't always merry for people because they're thinking about loved ones that they've lost or people who can't join them across the country or the people who are not there. And you compound it by the fact, you know, you're supposed to be feeling happy and joyful and grateful on a day like today, but then you're not. And so you just add this like shame and guilt on top of the way you're already feeling. So like, let's feel all these negative things on Mother's Day. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're already, uh, we, you know, m- mental health and especially maternal mental health carries such a big stigma. People already don't disclose it. And then again, pressures to be happy, pressures to perform or have the perfect, you know, picture for Instagram. Oh, look at this awesome Mother's Day that I had. I mean, there's so many pressures that we put on ourselves and society puts on us that, you know, let's let's start breaking those down. <laughs> yeah. And especially if you have relatives that live in the area and maybe your partner's like, hey, let's have the in-laws over for Mother's Day. And you're like, cool. And then you've got to clean the house and you've got to get dinner ready and you've got to do all the work. And you're like, wait a second. I thought this was a day I get a break from all of this stuff. (laughs) And you end up entertaining. And maybe you like entertaining. And that's fine, too. If you like it and it fulfills you, that's great. But if it depletes you and drains you, then this day is just going to be another one where you're doing all the things. And I think that's something we have to think about. Now, part of it is on us, I think, to communicate our expectations. And I am notoriously bad at this. I wish I was better at it. I sometimes wish my husband could just read my mind and sometimes I want to be surprised and I want to just be, you know, spoiled. But if I really want to get what I want, I could also just communicate my exact needs and I'll be the first to admit that I'm not very good at that. So um, whatever you're dealing with today, I just I want this episode to be about validating you that. We get it here at The Mom Show. This isn't another one of those shows that is just going to tell you how um, 
lovely everything is. <laughs> I try not to do that anyways, and I'm sorry if that sounds negative. I'm not trying to be negative. Um, I simply want to normalize this for mothers out there. And Brooke, of course, you're with the State Health Department. Now, you work with mothers who are postpartum, mothers who are pregnant and or postpartum, dealing with mood disorders. Um, that can be especially tricky on a day like today where, again, you're supposed to be feeling this joy, this happiness, being celebrated, and then you're feeling depressed or anxious or panicked or fearful and it's just not the day that everyone else seems to be having. So talk to me about what mothers going through a postpartum mood disorder might be feeling today. So, I mean, in general, I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head and there's a lot of, um, you know, signs and symptoms include a lot of different things, but it could be, you know, a day where we want to isolate from people that we normally don't isolate from, or we feel overwhelmed, right? That's like one of those things that is is hard to decipher, like, am I overwhelmed because I'm a mom or am I overwhelmed because it's a mental health issue? Um, But really overwhelmed combined with a lot of other, you know, signs and symptoms, there could be, you know, all of a sudden irritability and you don't even know where it comes from. You're like, wait a second, I should be feeling okay. Why am I so irritable or anger? Even there's the rage that occurs where one thing can set you off. Somebody forgot to take out the trash and you're like, why am I screaming right now? Um, So, you know, it's a combination of a lot of those different things. Maybe somebody made you your favorite meal for mother's day and you just don't have any desire to eat it. Um, A a full range of emotions and signs and symptoms that can kind of clue you into, wait a second, I don't normally feel like this. And I normally am excited about these things or these things normally, you know, make me feel loved or happy. And I just can't feel loved. I can't feel happy. What's going on? Yeah, so it's absolutely okay to feel all of this, this way. I, um, I think for me, my postpartum anxiety disorder that uh, I experienced six years ago was really um, just a function of those intrusive thoughts that I was having. And so not only were the thoughts themselves scary, but then you're worried on top of those about why you're having them. And so it was just kind of this compounded worry and fear. And so when you're when you're in a day like Mother's Day and you're feeling fearful, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. what is going on right now? This is mm-hmm. so odd. I do not feel like myself. So I guess I would just advise moms to like, just take a step back and like, just Don't worry about it today. It's okay if Mother's Day is not 100% joyful and gleeful like it's quote unquote supposed to be. Brooke, what, what advice do you have for moms who might be going through a postpartum mood disorder this Mother's Day? I mean, I would say take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, practice self-compassion and talk to somebody that you trust about it. Um, whether it is, uh, sometimes it's, re- it's hardest to talk to our partners or our, our parents, but maybe it's a friend or, um, or, you know, somebody who's not as close to your situation, but find somebody you can trust get us, take a screener, take the, the, it's called the EPDS screener, the Edinburgh postnatal depression scale. And you can do it during pregnancy or postpartum, the 10 question um, screener. And if you score a 10 or above, it might mean that, you know, you're struggling. It basically just validates how you're feeling. And, um, and again, 
you know, talk to your provider if you can take notes, maybe, maybe start writing a journal of, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is kind of what triggered it. Um, You know, just as you mentioned earlier, holidays can be triggers, birthdays can be triggers, a lot of different things. And and Mother's Day is no exception. Yeah. And let's also talk about how it can last more than a year postpartum because so often women who haven't just had a baby in those like first three months are like, well, my baby's one. Like, why am I still feeling this way? And untreated depression can continue. Correct. Yeah. And and that's why it's so important to talk about it. So, you know, our cases for, for postpartum depression, um, often the most symptoms occur after six months, all the way up to one year postpartum. But a recent study came out saying that um, one in four moms experience depression, severe depression up to three years postpartum. And so if again, you know, take that moment and validate yourself and say, hey, what I'm feeling is real and what I'm feeling is not made up. And with help, I can feel better. Um, those are some really good initial steps in, in finding yourself some help, because if you're still struggling, um, likely it is linked to having your child and um, and likely, you know, it is linked to something that that is treatable. Yeah, such an important message. Brooke Dorf is the maternal mental health specialist with the Utah Department of Health. We're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk more resources for moms who might not be having a wonderful Mother's Day when we come back on The Mom Show.